Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. I hope it's good on you. <laughs> so this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And I want to talk about the long-term and the short-term approach to dog training today. What is your short-term, what's your long-term strategy, and how they can play together. So to make me, you know, I was thinking about this as I'm looking at the trees around my home and what needs to be done as spring approaches and things like that. And I'm reminded of a quote or a saying that I've heard before where um, it goes like this, it goes like this, it says some, you know, what's the best time to plant a tree? And the answer is 20 years ago. What's the second best time? Today, right now, right? And so to go with puppy training, of course, the the best time to start training was probably two weeks ago. You know, <laughs> it's probably if you're having an issue and you're like, I got to figure this out. It's probably past. Second best time is right now. I had somebody, well, I've had a couple people. Um, one person came in this week and they have an aggressive uh, pit bull puppy. And this puppy is about four months old, maybe four and a half months old and uh, got in a fight at daycare um, where they could not get him to come off the other dog. (laughs) It was pretty bad. And so, uh, yeah, training should have happened a long time ago in that puppy's life, which, again, isn't that long to us, but should have happened months ago. And the, you know, the client that was coming with the dog hadn't had this dog very long. It's had like three owners in four months. And so, it's definitely it was good for her that she was like, okay, we got to do something about this. We got to fix this instead of just pass this on. And so we're going to work with that. Another person called um, and they listened to this podcast, so they'll probably recognize who they are. Um, but they called and said, we're going we're gonna to get a puppy soon. And we want to know what it is we need to do to get started. So I love that approach that when people are contacting me and saying, we're getting a puppy in two weeks. And what do I need to do? I love what I'm hearing. What do I need to do? And so this is great. There's um, definitely probably another podcast where we can talk about getting ready for a puppy. But uh, I want to talk about the short term and the long term game as far as training goes. And I just think trees are a really good example of that. Here's one of my favorite poems. It's by Douglas Mollock, I think is how you say his last name, but it's called Good Timber. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, that stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun, sky, and light and air never became a manly man but lived and died as he began good timber does not grow in ease the stronger the wind the stronger the trees the farther the sky the greater the length the more the storm the more the strength by sun and cold by rain and snow in tree or man good timber grows where thickest lies the forest growth we find the patriarchs of both and they hold counsel with the stars whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife this is the common law of life as a common law of life as uh, douglas mollock wrote in this poem there's got to be a work strategy there's going to be some struggle if it's not a struggle it's probably not real it's probably not really working 
if we really think that we can take a puppy and say, here, just be in this playpen or just be in this backyard and expect them to, you know, to come out really, really awesome, probably not going to happen. Now, they might be bred really well and they might be fine, but they're never going to become what they could have been unless we help them along that path and help them to push and grow. And that's going to come through struggle. All growth comes through a little bit of work and struggle. So don't be afraid of that. Be, but, but have a plan. And I, I think most people aren't afraid of it. I think most people just want to be effective. And that's how I am. I want to be effective in what I do. I don't want to be spinning my wheels in the mud and not getting anywhere. I want to know that this is the right direction. I want to have a plan. Um, that's one of the reasons I love our puppy program is because it's saying, okay, look, you can, of course can move forward and you can go faster and you can do more if you want, but really it's a long-term uh, plan, a long-term game. So when it comes to dog training, what's the short-term, what's the long-term plan? Okay. In the short-term or with a brand new puppy or a brand new dog, whether, I mean, it could be a year old. Um, when that dog comes to you, you have a short-term plan and a long-term plan. The short-term plan is going to involve more management. Always, when you start with a new dog or a puppy especially, you're going to have a management time where it's going to be management heavy. And when I say that, you're going to use the kennel more, you're going to use the leash more, and you're going to restrict freedom, which means more work for you. And that's a short-term solution. That's, hey, we got to get used to this, we got to learn the rules, and so... We're going to have you on a short leash, so to speak. That's a metaphor, not a reality necessarily. But we're going to do more management. There's going to be corrections involved. Of course, if a dog comes with aggression, we're going to correct that. And we're going to say, hey, don't do that. However, that's not really going to solve your long-term problem. It can help correct it in the situation. And especially if you get ahead of the adrenaline um, curve there, you can correct it in almost any situation. But chances are you're going to miss it sometime. That dog's going to fly off the handle. So it doesn't really solve the problem. It makes it manageable, which again is not a bad thing. Teaching commands like, you know, all sorts of commands. So all these commands that we teach, sit, down, place, actually teaching the command doesn't take that long. Um, you can teach a dog to sit in 10 minutes or less, you know, you, you can, and you can get pretty consistent at it. Um, you can teach a place command in just a few minutes. It's not hard to, to really teach, especially if you have a motivated dog. It, it's not hard. And you can see video of that all over the place. And on our puppy program and everything, you can see where there's, that we have raw video of three dogs doing the training. You can see that happen. You can see that learning taking place and with just a few reps they start to get it and they start to understand it some take longer than others but it's really not that difficult to teach a command that's a short-term thing now if we stop right there and so many people do like look I taught my dog to sit and they say sit their dog sits they get a treat dog pops up and runs off it's just a it's a trick or a you know it's not it's a management tool it's like hey I can get your attention for a second but that's it so we want to switch those things into long term, just like with trees, right? I've heard that people plant trees that are quick growers real fast, like if, especially as a windbreak with uh, stronger trees or slower growers in between, because then you get what you want now, 
but you still know that those trees are weak and if a really strong wind came it'd probably break or they're just not very good wood and so you plant something in between that's going to be better and ultimately you won't need the short-term trees anymore and you'll have the long-term trees there and you can kind of have both so many people kind you kind of see both sides of the spectrum you see people saying well they're just a puppy it's a puppy phase they'll be over it when they're two <laughs> and i always think that's funny because why would you wait that long and be like oh it's just a puppy phase it's just a puppy phase it's going to it's going to go after 6 months or whatever why not have a little bit of i mean it's a little more management yes but it's going to be better overall. You can transition a lot better. So the long-term, let's talk about the long-term. This is where the rubber really hits the road. Um, you want to start teaching impulse control. You want to teach a dog to be able to say, you know, a dog says, I want that treat or I want to do this and to say, but I'm going to wait. And it's going to become a relationship-based training instead of just a food or a bribe or a correction. Um, a lot of people that are against corrections only see the correction. They don't understand the relationship part of that of setting a boundary. And so we want to have a boundary and we want to have impulse control. And sometimes just for the just for the sake of having a boundary so a dog can learn, right? So they can learn that, hey, this is the way I, I've got I've to obey this boundary and it will help me in the long term. So impulse control is a long-term behavior that's going to take a long time to build with consistency, but it's going to work. It's going to pay off dividends, huge dividends. So for example, with let's say the sit command or the down command or the place command, uh, we'll stick with place command. Place command, short term, really easy to teach it, few minutes, okay? Where the where it gets really valuable as is as you start adding duration to that command. So to do that, we usually we use what we call an implied stay and we teach a dog, no, you have to stay on that spot until I invite you off. So it's really two commands. It's a it's a place command and then stay there until I ask you to get off release command. And by doing that, you really start to change things. You start to make it functional instead of just neat or a quick got your attention. It becomes a functional obedience. And then we'll add duration and we'll add distraction to it and we'll get really, really good impulse control. That's going to lead to a lot of freedom and a lot of confidence for your dog moving on. So with obedience over time and with consistency, you can have those things. So of course we're doing the short term. The long term, I'm gonna keep working on over and over and over again. It's gonna be relationship based, not just food or bribe based. It's gonna include impulse control and a lot of duration. As I start to get my dog to get really good at like a place command, and they can do that for hours with a puppy, of course it's gonna start with a few seconds, and then we're gonna get up to 30 seconds and then um, we're going to push it. And by the time they're four months or five months old, we're going to expect that they're doing it for 45 minutes or more at a time. And as we push that impulse control, things get really awesome. Then it can transfer into other things that can transfer into a dog walking on a treadmill. Okay. That can transfer to a dog, um, being able to go with you out on a canoe or a paddleboard because they have a place command. Um, if you wanted to teach your dog to skateboard, that's exactly how you do it, right? You just teach them to be on something that's moving and they start to figure that out. It's awesome, okay? So the long-term is what really leads to growth. Now, as you get more long-term, and yeah, with age and maturity, you're gonna see the short-term be less and less important. You won't need as many corrections. Um, you don't need to teach those commands anymore because they're already solid, and you don't need as much management. Your dog can start to gain more freedom because you've done the long-term. They've been through the hard things. They've grown the good timber,
that was talked about in that poem. And dogs, just like trees, they're going to need that less management. You know, as trees get bigger and stronger, you just don't need to do as much for them. They can kind of take care of themselves. And that's exactly what we want. And of course, we want it as soon and as effectively as possible. So think about your short term. Think about your long term strategy. Uh, build good timber in dogs and in men and people in your lives. Have great relationships. But remember, there's a short term and there's a long term. And we're always have our eye on that long term so that we can see there's a reason for why we're doing what we're doing now and it's going to make a huge difference i'm excited for you as you make you you think about your long-term and your short-term strategy and you work some of the long-term into the short-term especially with your puppy it takes a lot of patience but oh does it pay off happy training everybody take care and make it happen you guys got this